Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, 1 Samuel chapter 24, and if I could give this one a title, it would be, Leave Them to the Lord. Leave, not lead, leave them to the Lord. You know, one of the things that I think that most of us have struggled with at some point in our life is the idea of forgiveness and the idea of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness can absolutely destroy you. And I heard someone say one time that unforgiveness is like setting yourself on fire and hoping your neighbor dies of smoke inhalation. <laughs> All it does is destroy you. And sometimes we get into these moments when we say, you know what, God, you know, your word says, vengeance is mine, saith God, I will repay. Well, God, you're real busy. Some will take care of things, right? And we're going to see how David had that opportunity today, but instead he decided to leave it in the hands of the Lord. And we're going to get into that in just a moment and how he just about had his chance if he wanted to take it. But before that, as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on the wonderful podcast. And you guys are always my favorites. And make sure you're going to the Facebook group, Bible Breakdown Discussion, where we are digging into God's Word. And I'm going to tell you something, the more we dig, the more we find. And today is one of those days where it's a difficult one because we've all been there. Maybe there's one of you that's never been there, but you keep living, you'll be there. Somebody's done something bad to you, something they shouldn't have done, something that should have never happened. And then you are challenged with a moment and you're challenged to forgive or at least let God do the punishment. That's hard to do depending on what they have done. And we talk about this idea of forgiveness. I think sometimes we have a wrong idea of what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not saying what they did was right. Forgiveness is not saying it was okay. Forgiveness is not saying we're going to be friends again. And forgiveness is not saying I don't want God to have some justice on you. Forgiveness is saying I'm not going to allow what you did to me to define my future. I'm not going to let you control me anymore. Well, that's exactly what's going on in David's life. As we can see from the past chapters, David has been anointed king. But over the course of these few years that David has been walking, he has been under relentless pursuit by Saul. He's done nothing wrong to Saul, but Saul's trying to kill him at every opportunity. And finally, we're going to see today, David's got a chance to seek vengeance. But watch what he does instead and see if this is a very, very strong, very good challenge for all of us. So let's read this. If you got your Bibles ready, at 1 Samuel chapter 24, verse 1 says this. After Saul returned from fighting the Philistines, he was told that David had gone to the wilderness of Engedi. So Saul chose 3,000 elite troops and from all over Israel and went in search for David and his men near the rocks of the wild goats. At the place where the road passes some sheepfolds, Saul went into the cave to relieve himself. <laughs> he had to go to the bathroom. And as it happened, David and his men were hiding further back in that very cave. Now is your opportunity, David's men whispered to him. Today, the Lord is telling you, I will certainly put your enemy into your power to do with as you wish. So David crept forward and cut off a piece of the hem of Saul's robe. But then David's conscience began to bother him because he had cut off Saul's robe. He said to his men, the Lord forget, forbid that I should do this to my Lord, the king. 
I shall not attack the Lord's anointed one, for the Lord himself has chosen him. So David restrained his men and did not let them kill Saul. And so Saul had left the cave and had gone his way. David came out and shouted after him, My Lord, the king. When Saul looked around, David bowed low before him. And when he shouted to Saul, Why did you listen to the people who say that I'm trying to harm you? This very day you can see with your own eyes that it isn't true. For the Lord placed you at my mercy here in this cave. Some of my men told me to kill you, but I spared you. For I said, I will never harm the king. He is the Lord's anointed one. Look, my father, at what I have in my hand. Let me try that again. Look, my father, at what I have in my hand. And by that, he's not saying literally your father. He's just saying my, my spiritual mentor. It is a piece of the hem of your robe. I have cut it off, but I did not kill you. This proves that I am not trying to harm you and that I have not sinned against you, even though you have been hunting me to kill me. May the Lord judge between us. Perhaps the Lord will punish you for what you are trying to do to me, but I will never harm you. As the old proverb says, from evil people will come evil deeds. So you can be sure that I will never harm you. Who is the king in Israel trying to catch anyway? Should you really spend this time chasing one as worthless as a dead dog or a single flea? May the Lord therefore judge which of us is right and punish the guilty one. He is my advocate, and he will rescue me from your power. And when David had finished speaking, Saul called back, Is that really you, my son David? Then he began to cry, and he said to David, You are better, a better man than I am, for you have repaid me good for evil. Yes, you have been amazingly kind to me today, for when the Lord had put me in a place where you could have killed me, you didn't do it. Who else would have let his enemy get away as you had me in your power? May the Lord reward you well for your kindness that you have shown me today. And now I realize that you are surely going to be king and that the kingdom of Israel will flourish under your rule. Now, swear to me by the Lord that when this happens, you will not kill my family and destroy my line of descendants. So David promised this to Saul with an oath, and then Saul went to his, to his home, but David and his men went back to their stronghold. So what has happened? So David was hiding from Saul, and he was hiding back in a cave. And apparently, Saul had to go to the bathroom. So Saul goes to the bathroom in that very cave. <laughs> and wouldn't it look like, here's a chance for vengeance. Here's a chance. God is giving me the chance to kill a fool. But he said, I'm not going to do it. I am not going to take matters into my own hands, even though it would be easy. Instead, I am going to leave this person to the Lord. Because here's the thing. Two wrongs don't make a right. It may feel good in the moment, but it will destroy your soul. And so as he said, I'm doing the right thing. And perhaps the Lord will punish you for what you're trying to do, but I'm not going to do it. That's hard. That's hard. Because you know what, what a lot of people say? A lot of people say, I earned this. I deserve this. I need this. We watch movies with half a billion dollar budgets about people who are wronged and then the whole movie's about them getting even. And so the problem with that is, is then we think that we're supposed to get even. The challenge with that is, is you might get even, but you won't get healed. I've, I've known people who've had the opportunity to get even. And can I tell you, I've never met one person yet that it healed their soul. I've heard people say, oh, it felt good. and I don't regret it and all that kind of stuff. But you talk to them, they're still bitter. They're still broken. 
20 years later, they're still talking about it. They're not talking about it as in how, how good their soul is. They're still talking about vengeance. And it's hard to do. It's really hard to do. But one of the things that you've got to do, and I've got to do, and we've got to learn to do together, is that when people hurt us, when people wrong us, we give them to the Lord. That's what forgiveness is. I'm going to say one more time, forgiveness is not saying what that person did was okay. We're not saying it was not a big deal. We're not saying they have access to our life anymore. We are saying, I'm going to put you in the Lord's hands. And I'm not going to get your blood on my hands figuratively by getting involved in this. Perhaps the Lord will judge you according to what you've done for me or from me, but it will not come from me. That's hard, but there's freedom there. So I want to encourage you today. If you're struggling with something that someone has done to you, can I tell you, give it to the Lord. Perhaps the Lord will judge them, but don't let it come from your hands. Don't let your hands become stained. Don't let them control you. Don't let them have another moment of your life. But instead, say, God, to the best of my ability, forgiveness is not an emotion, it's a decision. And I choose to forgive them because I choose to not let them control me anymore. And you may have to continue to choose this every day. But as you start to pray for them and give them to the Lord, watch what the Lord does to them and watch what he does to your own soul. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, that you give us the grace to do things we could never do ourselves. God, we trust you in all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, don't forget, God's word says in 1 Samuel chapter 12, be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for 1 Samuel chapter 25.